This is Torah for Living, Daily Prayers, Wisdom, and Guidance, a reading of the daily devotional book written by Mark Lanier, sharing scripture and insights from the first five books of the Old Testament. And today we're in Numbers chapter 23, verse 13. And Balak said to him, Please come with me to another place from which you may see them. You shall see only a fraction of them and shall not see them all. Then curse them for me from there. I was trying a case in deep Cajun, Louisiana for a man who developed cancer from using a certain drug. And the jury returned with a rather large verdict. Some days later, I had a chance to visit with the jury foreperson. I asked him how the jury had determined the amount it gave. The gentleman explained that he had urged the jury to give a higher amount. One of the jurors, who was an elderly lady, said to him, Hooey, that's a lot of money. I don't think I could give that much money. The foreperson asked her, Well, how much could you give? She answered with a much lower number, causing him to throw his truck keys on the table in protest. That's not much more to this company than buying a new truck. She pondered this, agreed, and then said, What you got in mind to do? He replied, I got a plan B. He then suggested a middle ground to which she and the other jurors immediately all agreed. Sometimes plan B works, but not always. Where God is concerned, we shouldn't think we can get to an end he is set against just by devising a plan B. King Balak learned that the hard way. Balak, king of Moab, was trying to destroy God's people, the Israelites. Knowing that his army was overmatched, Balak thought he could get a sorcerer to conjure up a spell of cursing against the Israelites that might overcome all the odds. Balaam didn't want to come because, as he explained to the king's emissaries, God was actually supporting Israel, not opposing them. The king upped the ante and offered Balaam more money to bring the curses. Balaam came to the king, but he warned that he would only curse if God allowed it. Balak sacrificed, Balaam sought God, and the decision came. Balaam stood on a hilltop and blessed Israel. He wouldn't curse them. With plan B failing, King Balak went to plan C. He thought he could convince Balaam to end-run God by finding another group of Israelites to curse. When plan C crashed into failure as Balaam again blessed the Israelites, King Balak went to plan D. A third time Balaam was coaxed into trying to curse Israel. This time with the king explaining, if you won't curse them, at least don't bless them. Well, plan D nosedived and Israel was blessed the third time. What a foolish thing to think we can trick God. It isn't going to happen. Now, like King Balak, we probably fool ourselves sometimes into thinking that we just need a new approach. Maybe God won't pay attention if we pretend he isn't there. Maybe God isn't that real anyway. Or maybe he has better things to do than monitor our corner of the earth. Of course, such reasoning is futile nonsense. God is God. He is. Period. We won't trick him. We won't catch him unaware. We have no plan B, C, D, or even Z that will thwart God. Let's pray. Lord, forgive my efforts to force something contrary to your will. In your name, amen. This has been a reading of the daily devotional book, Torah for Living. It's written by Mark Lanier, author, lawyer, and founder of the Lanier Theological Library. 
You can find out more about the book Torah for Living in the show notes. And you can hear even more podcasts, watch videos, and read blogs and devotions that we hope will strengthen your faith right now at HopeOnDemand.com. 